you are such a prim, proper. <laughs> what? You know, what? Ni- one of the nicest, <laughs> one of the nicest <laughs> people. <laughs> and you know what? I tell you what's in the back of my head. I was I was asking myself this a couple of days ago, all the way till today, till tonight, yeah. before yeah, we start yeah, shooting, yeah. right? Yeah. Then look, Chris. Are you going to be potty mouth? You know it's going to be quite hard because, because for a fact, if people like Glenn and FD watch this show, which I don't think they will, but anyway, but if they watch, <laughs> watch this show and see me having a chat with you mm. and I'm my mouth's all potty, they're yeah. going to go, Chris, why have you disrespected Dr. Geraldine? That's how I think I can just but I can just really? hear it happening. Really? Yeah. But it's your personality, and it's no disrespect to anyone. What, right? Uh, so how is that disrespecting if you're being? Well, yourself? see, that's you saying it, but for us, we feel like she doesn't deserve to be given <laughs> the potty mouth treatment. But you know, it's but, but when I do that, have any guest, right? When I do that, have any guest, I don't, I don't. I don't do it on a whim. Yeah. I don't do it uh, uh, directed at the person. Mm. It's always in passing, mm. or it's just really expressive, mm. you know. But it's just, you just like what? So I, like, I've got my school teacher seated with me, and I cannot <laughs> be potty. Okay. Unless you give me permission. <laughs> but I've never not given permission. That's the strangest thing, you see. Yeah, because I, I never, I, I don't think I've ever asked. Whether um, you would be offended, whether you think you're being disrespected, if I were to be potty mouth. I think the last time we did, and and you were like, "Hey, don't mind." I was like, mm, "Yeah, then be whatever, right?" So okay. it's very strange. Mm-hmm. So yes, I did notice this pattern. No, like not <laughs> sure why. <laughs> so if you can figure out why, so that's something. No, I think I think I think I th- I think I've explained it. Is is sometimes when you have people that you know are genuine and sincere and nice and and you are all that really and certainly it's it's written all over you it's written all over you you're a kind person people can open up to you and that's the reason why you do what you do too and that's absolutely I love what I do it's a match made in heaven frankly speaking yeah what you do and the person that you are and people know that (laughs) you know and when you have a rapscallion like myself you know and we, we feel that, okay, you know what? I think we should take gem, tap on the brakes and then take a step back, you know, and just hold for a bit and just, Chris, just, just suck it up and don't be potty. So maybe this is another side of you that, you know, we, we, we don't see often enough. Not true. <laughs> Not true. I mean, I've done shows on stage and believe you me on stage, we, have, we cannot be potty mouth at all. So there is a there is some definitely a, a certain part where discipline plays a, quite a large role, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I can be just that. The flavor of the Chris Hansen conversation. Welcome everybody. Ooh, we've been rolling. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been hearing us just go on and on and on. And I'm not being rude because you know why 
tonight I have with me. Did I say tonight? I always say that, right? Not everyone knows I'm shooting at night. Not true. Sometimes I shoot in the day. Don't let me fool you. Um, I have with me from the therapy room. You hear her? Or sometimes for those of you who uh, got uh, you probably retirees, you got nothing better to do but to go on uh, live Facebook and watch, you know, you know, and or you're illegally watching something, watching uh, live Facebook while you're driving. Uh, you catch her all the time on Tuesday mornings on. I shall not say which station. Because they're not paying me. Well, why should I say the station right now? <laughs> okay. She's on radio. And I will go as far as saying a station on SBH radio. Uh, and she she gives great advice. And she's such a lovely person. You've been hearing us ramble on and on about how wonderful she is. And that is a fact. She's an absolutely <laughs> lovely person. She is none other than Dr. Geraldine Tan. And you are amazing yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you see what I mean? How can I be potty mouth with? you <laughs> uh, this is not very encouraging if Why? you say I'm authentic or I'm you know genuine yeah. then you cannot be genuine with me no no it's not, it's not that and being respectful I'm being respectful. Mm. I, I I just think that I just think that uh, that uh, he was really so nice and and <laughs> sometimes you know I mean guy maybe I'm old fashioned in a sense. Can you believe it? I'm freaking old fashioned. That's not a bad word. No, I am no. freaking old fashioned. <laughs> you know what I feel like now? Mm-hmm. I feel like a princess now. <laughs> you, I'm glad I made you happy though. <laughs> and on that note, on that note, uh, you know, you know, you know, good friends of mine. Nowadays, they don't just have a radio show; mm. they have podcasts too. Yes. Like they don't want to miss out on the action. <laughs> you know, their foremost fear of missing out. You know who you are. <laughs> and then they had this thing, this thing, that uh, this show of theirs, then, and now they put that other name next to it, and it's called Uncensored. Okay. Mm, I'm wondering about that, because my show, my yeah. show, which I have yet to release, mm-hmm. already planned months ago, mm. with all the sleeves all done, designs all good, all yeah, done, okay. and it says... Totally raw? <laughs> no. <laughs> totally is 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 in Kaiwan. <laughs> oh, okay. For certain, I don't censor things. Okay, um, raw, okay. unadulterated, uncensored. Ah. Yeah. And then they were talking about this. They were talking about the fact that Singapore was rated as. Correct me if I'm wrong. I hope I'm not wrong. I think I'm right. Twenty fifth happiest nation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the world, mm. in Asia, mm. we're the happiest. Okay. Right, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're the happiest. So they, they were talking about that, and it piqued my interest. Uh, and I don't want to do a copycat thing. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I want to ask you: You're Singaporean. Yep. Are you happy? I am contented. I've thrown the word "happy" away a long, long time ago. Okay. Uh, so in the practice, right, a lot of people come and say, I'm not happy, I want to be happy. Mm. So what is happiness? If mm. for centuries, right, the philosophers, the scientists cannot figure out what happiness is, I'm just a little end. I cannot figure out their happiness for anyone. So I don't look for happiness, but I look for contentment, fulfillment purpose so if you ask me if i am contented so i don't know what happy is i'm going to throw that out 
contented? I am very contented. Do I have a purpose? I have a purpose. Uh, am I fulfilled? Mm, I think there's more to do. So, you know, I'm still going to strive for more. <sighs> this this is what happens. This is what happens when you talk to a head doctor. You know, because right now my mind's spinning. Okay, okay, let me just get this right. Uh, interesting in the things you said. Yeah. That definition of happiness. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm reading all this wrong. The defi- definition of happiness is not clearly defined. No. Do you know what happy is? <laughs> if you you know, let because me Because I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, look, when you say contentment, I am contented. I feel fulfilled. My cup is full. <laughs> and when you think about all these, right? Mm. Adjectives, mm. descriptions, mm. it all boils down to one word. Happy. No. Huh. It's our definition is how so happiness is a concept. It's not quantifiable for the person. Okay, so so contentment is quantifiable. Contentment so it depends on what you define it as, right? So I'm contented with um the work that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm contented with the amount of work that I do. I'm contented with the the team that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are things that I can specifically pull out mm-hmm. and it's not so okay. very fairy. It's not right. so like out there. Right. Mm. So okay, so this happiness survey did it. Should be thrown out the window. <laughs> I mean, Wiki, thank you very much for watching. This is the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else is there to talk about? The survey was, tell you, open the damn window, throw the damn thing out, man, because it doesn't make any damn sense. Well, everybody is in the pursuit of happiness, let's Mm -hmm. put it this way. So it's just Jerry's perspective, Jerry's, you know, um, Mm -hmm. thought about what happiness is. Mm -hmm. It's not a one-size-fits-all, right? It's a personal opinion but yes everybody is in this pursuit of this happiness uh, you know gross national happiness and everything gross national <laughs> happiness <laughs> GNH <laughs> okay gross domestic happiness <laughs> GDH maybe <laughs> okay so so happiness in your mind could be anything that you can quantify that is positive that is yeah so that's why it's difficult you know it's like so so how do you define happiness so on what how do they do the survey how do they even draw the parameters you mm-hmm. know what's the metric okay let's say we use? let's say I like now what you said about contentment though let's say we use that word mm-hmm. now let's take a look at the Danes people from Denmark yep happiest people in the world mm. Mm. We can throw that one out the window too, so, but mm-hmm. but Jerry, mm. they mm. are very content. Yes, they are. So is that survey is that survey proper? So is happiness, you know, it, uh, is it equated to contentment? Are we actually measuring 
the level of contentment okay. in our lives. Okay. Mm. Now you see you see people people mm. come to you to mm. see to see seek to seek help. Is that the right word for me to say seek help? Yes. Yes. Okay. They, they do. Yeah. Okay. Primarily Singaporeans. Uh, so I have a portfolio that is rather divided. So I have half Singaporeans and half okay. foreigners. Okay. Let's talk about the Singaporeans. Sure. Um, would you define <laughs> <laughs> that these people are sila? No, I cannot use that word anymore. <laughs> Are they happy? Yes. If they are happy, <laughs> I, most of them come to me because they're not happy. Let's put it right out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's still seeking for answers, seeking for um, something to that they need something to be fixed, and that's why they come for. Do you work. see a pattern? Do you see a pattern? I mean, if you look across all of your local clients, <laughs> they're unhappy. Generally, they come to me because they're unhappy. Is there a pattern that is most that you can see that is that is perhaps endemic to being Singaporean in Singapore? Perhaps what we can look at is mm-hmm. the current trend now. So the current trend now would be that many of them don't know the direction. So another word that I had used was purpose, right? They don't know the direction that they are going forward. You know, they, they know they have to work. They want a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so 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 then we're getting somewhere. Are you okay? Okay. So basically they're unhappy mm. because they want direction because there is a specific goal in mind. Yes. And a goal no, in no, mind they is have no goal. Uh, yeah, okay. They have a goal. They they they, want they have a, a goal. They know what they want, but they don't know which direction to take, and that frustrates the heck out of them. They only know that they want a lot of money. They want like work life balance. They're frustrated because they're not getting any of it, or they're not getting their ex- whatever that they expect. Mm-hmm. And then you ask them, what do you really want to achieve in life? You know, what is that end goal that you you have visualized? Right. yourself right and most of them say money and most of them say I don't know <laughs> okay so they don't know they really don't know money, money. Ah, there you go so they do know what they want but they are not happy with whatever that they are doing so does it mean that can it, is it safe to say that one of the preoccupations of in general speaking in general of mm. people living and working here mm. is about the pursuit of money and having loads of it not really because ultimately they say actually I want a simple life and you go like huh <laughs> I want a lot of money but I want a simple yeah. life I just need to ensure stability so they, they say it in different ways different forms in you know that they they just want um, something comfortable that's why I come back to this word something comfortable I say mm-hmm. I, yeah I want a lot of money I say you want a lot of money for mm-hmm. what you want a lot of money oh I want a lot of money so that my life is stable I said are you living very badly now mm-hmm. no I, are you you know not able to afford whatever day you want mm-hmm. no I uh, and I can afford more I, I don't need to worry about luxury because mm-hmm. the clientele that comes to me mm-hmm. in private centers right mm-hmm. um and then I go like, oh, okay, then you, so what is the more that you're looking at? Then mm-hmm. suddenly they get thrown off balance and say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I say, what, but what actually do you have in mind, mm-hmm. like, you know, for your future? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> could, could, we, could we boil this down to also perhaps a, con, con, a contributing factor? Could be that we are all products of a system uh, where, well, at least 
people like me, maybe mm. you. Mm. <laughs> um, the older lot, lah. Not so much. <laughs> not so much. Uh, not so much the real young ones today, like mm. our kids in school. You mm. know, because mm. things are changing. Yes. Yeah, in the yes. education system. Yes. But we've always been products of, you know, you got to go out there. It's all about the academics. It's all about just getting the grades. And if you don't get the grades, you're mm. not gonna end up having a good job, and you mm. will not be able to have five C's in life. Mm. You know. Mm. Um, mm. And then, as the generations progressed, mm. you've got another set of people who say, who, who hear the same thing, know that, oh, you know, academics are important. I got to study real hard, get my degree, otherwise I would not be able to get my five C's. But then again, yeah. I don't really care about the five C's. Yeah. But I know I have to get those five C's because that's what has been drummed into me. But deep down inside, that's not so important. But I know I have to get it, and then they get muddled. True. So there, are, there is that group that. You know, have lost their way. <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, would it be? Am I right to say, or could it be? Could it be that it's a generational thing? Because you have people like from my generation. Are mm. you an X Jenner? I'm an X Jenner. I don't know what X Y Z is. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe this. Oh boy, the X Jenners are the coolest generation ever. Okay, now <laughs> the, the X Jenners are the guys that wear t-shirts like this, man. Okay, um, and <laughs> and uh, we we the ones we the ones who were the '80s children, born in the '70s, rocked the '80s, and partied the '90s. Okay, and then okay. Uh, and but. All the while we're doing all that, working our butts off, mm. you know, to towards. I know you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say towards success. Then again, Chris, what is the definition <laughs> of success? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is gonna be driving me up the wall now. Um, success, as in, as in, as in, uh, generally accepted. Credit card, car, condo, cash, and can go. What's the other one? <laughs> yeah, basically, basically reaching a certain level in life where you're considered uh, financially successful, where you uh, have arrived in life, where you are known someone, you become part of the elite. You know, mm. um, so the X generation, mm. um, in my mind, are made up of people <laughs> like that. You know, and but one thing about that generation. Besides being good looking uh, and talented, um, <laughs> we were darn hard working. Yeah. We had ambition. Mm. We mm. were resilient. Mm. And we were indefatigable lot. Indefatigable. Determined. Don't die one in case you're blur, okay? So a whole <laughs> uh, determined lot of people. Mm. Um, then after, the, after that, you've got the strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you suddenly laugh like that. <laughs> because a lot of people are gonna throw eggs at me. <laughs> Strawberries, uh, the strawberry generation, the snowflakes, the millennials. Okay. And then I realized this why? Because I've had, I've had, of course, I had people who had to work with me, right? And 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 they get younger and younger and younger and younger. <laughs> and and then you have this. I had this period in life where the bunch of people, these these people, yeah, 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 the younger ones, they came up to me, and so many of them said, "But Chris, you know, I'd rather work for an NGO." Okay, you tree hugger. 
<laughs> Are you a tree hugger? <laughs> you know? And they want to do, I want to do good. I want to mm. do things for, for the mm. community. Is it? Mm. You know, admirable, then go ahead and do it. Yep. Yeah, but then again, I want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, opportunity costs. Mm. Uh, you, you, mm. you can't have your cake and eat it all, you know. Yeah. But, they, they, but they're insistent about that. Yeah. Right? And then, you're right. I mean, I mean, you're not, I mean, I don't know whether you're right, but I can kind of relate to what you just said because to me, there is a whole bunch of mm. people mm. who are very confused. Yeah. They're very and, confused. Yeah. And, and in my mind, it is that... The, that generation of people mm. you know then you've got the current bunch of guys I must say the Gen Z's are pretty impressive mm. um, you got you got you got them saying that they know what they want and but they're not as hot they're not, that's not a bad thing not as hot as say their folks who are people like me my generation okay okay right and they will say that I want something future proof. I'm not going to go into something that's not future proof. I mean, my boy mm. is turning 14. Yeah. And I, of course, I ask him, what, 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 you know, I mean, have, have you toyed around with what you want to do in, when you grow up? Mm. Not really, but I do know what I shouldn't be doing. I said, <laughs> okay, what shouldn't you be doing? And I will not mention anything. I will not, mm. I'm not going to slime these industries or anything like that. And he, he, and I said, and I asked him, I'm kind of surprised some of the industries he mentioned. Mm, mm. It's kind of, really? Why not? They're not future proof, daddy. I said, why not? AI. Mm. Really? Yeah. And you guys actually discuss this amongst yourselves? Yes. And wow. yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, mm. I mean, it's, it's kind of astute. You know, mm. so there's something about these guys. So, you know, what I call that. The seed of the X generation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We may have taught them well. <laughs> I think it's also because we work very hard mm -hmm. and they have the ability to now um, look for or seek for what fulfills them. So that's mm -hmm. the other thing, mm. you know, self-fulfillment, mm. uh, self-fulfillment, right? A Maslow hierarchy of needs. Yep. And to chase that, we need to have a stable uh, foundation. When you say stable foundation, what do you mean definition of foundation? So the foundation of all the basic needs. So we've okay. given them all the basic needs. Okay. We've not only given them the basic needs, but we've also now focused on emotional needs, mm. social needs. Mm. And they've got, you know, if we taught them already, you know, that it, these are important. So their foundation ha is quite solid right. for most of us who push ourselves. You've described it beautifully. And so now they have attain all these they're now right at the top so mm. they can say oh mommy daddy what do i really want i'm thinking about it and because we're not fighting for survival anymore mm. we as parents are able to say okay what would you like to do go do it Mm -hmm. You know, mom and dad will support you. Mm. You know, and how you've spoken to your son, I resonate with that because this this is what um, uh, I've got two teens, mm -hmm. and both of them are also thinking and contemplating. Mm. You know what they want to do, mm. and they're comfortable enough to say, "Mom and dad will support anything." 
and I don't need to worry about this foundation. Is I've got it. Mm-hmm. Now I, I I will go and do what makes me feel most comfortable. Mm-hmm. Not having to chase after, you know, all the little things. Right. Okay. I mean, I can't agree with you there, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Did I throw you off balance again? A little okay. bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I, well, basically, whatever you said, I do agree. Simply because, like you know, the Gen Zs, they're pretty, pretty awesome, mm. Um, mm. and I think they are. They they really know what's needed to get by and mm. to get on. Mm. Mm. But, but I guess the the strawberry generation that you were talking yes. about, the confused yeah. bunch, yeah. is the bunch that I do see mm. that lack that purpose, mm. that lack. So they are very confused because I need to f- seem to find that foundation. Right. I'm not sure. I need to build up that nest, that mm. financial nest. Yeah. And then they 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 go. So when we ask them. Do you have that actually quite okay? So what? Why are you chasing? Don't know. So that's why the don't know comes in. You see. Yeah, but you see, there's also the other side of the coin. Um, these people are now in their thirties. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, some, some. I think some of them. I mean, it's fair to say, also in early forties. Mm. Yeah. Um, those are the people that's the tail end of the X generation. Mm. Yeah. Um, and. These lot are in higher executive positions. They are in the positions of leadership, yeah. Mm, mm. And some and 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 that leadership has taken a sort of a different turn from what I've heard from quite a number of people, mm. people who are about my generation of people that is, mm. and answering to those younger than them. Okay. Okay. Um, is is reached a stage where it doesn't matter. You know, in in uh, well, I'm not. I'm generalizing this, but I shouldn't. But I think that uh, there is some amount of truth that the cohesiveness in an organization seems to be more important than revenue generation. Than someone who can't play with others well, not because he is nasty. Mm-hmm. But because he is more dynamic, let's take that as an example. Okay. Okay. Older, mm. more dynamic, more experienced. Probably left the workforce for a bit, came back. Mm. Let's take that as a scenario. Mm. And then the rest of the people there have known each other for since they can't got on board. They're all the same generation, including their leader in management. Okay. This guy comes in, and then or, or this person comes in, but it's productive. Yeah, mm-hmm. brings in uh, uh, brings in the moolah for the business. Yeah, mm. and then the rest are unhappy about it, and then of course usual re- usual interpo- interrelational politics come into play. Then after which they start to whinge and whine, and you know start stir the pot a little bit with the boss, mm. right? Mm. Uh, to the boss, mm. and mm. then this person gets. Into a little bit of trouble, so it just seemed that sometimes, and this is not the first I've heard, huh? mm. um, this cohesion, this need for cohesiveness, clicky, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it seems to be more of a priority than revenue generating, uh, rev- revenue generation, or someone who's capable of really bringing home what's more important in a business. So you know that taking just that's just an example. What yeah. I'm saying here is that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 everyone's now gonna toe their line. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. In terms of a, com- okay, I think you touch on something very different. I think you touch on, you know, this um, when we are in that community. Yeah. How we operate as a community. Right. And when something comes in. In that we think is a little bit alien, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then our behavior is the first behavior is reject. Okay. Mm. Mm. So so the the person that is being rejected, so the this community, mm-hmm. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. So already you know not feeling very happy. Mm-hmm. The other person wants to assimilate, cannot assimilate. Right. And then they are also no no no, no 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 no. This person can assimilate. This person is very very pliable. Okay. okay. E- EQ wise. But they don't want to accept. You see. They don't want to accept. But yeah. he is. This person maybe has done nothing wrong. Understand. Yeah. Understand. Just okay. that he's different. Most of the time, it's like that. So. And he, this person puts in more effort. For example. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. puts in more effort, uh, is more experienced, mm. has got the ability to, to get things really done sure. better than most. Yep. Yeah. But because of this group, they, they do not want to accept, mm-hmm. right? So they reject. Okay, so you're saying to me that this cannot be a generational thing. It's not. It's just a, 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 a okay, but, but, what? But more often than not, today mm. that group of people, mm. which you're now boiling it down to a um, to group psychology, right? Yeah. Okay. Group dynamics. Group dynamics. The mm. psychology behind that. <laughs> yeah. However, if you if you're boiling it down to that, mm. it just so happens then mm. that all of them are from the same generation, and therefore it may seem mm. that these guys. Uh, it, 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 it may seem that it's a generational issue or difference. It can be. So mm-hmm. it can be that they are the same generation. So mm-hmm. how you described it is the same generation. So what happens in a group is we look for similarity. Mm-hmm. We look for um, things that can um, help us to gel together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that when we stay together we've got a lot of things that we can uh, share and mm-hmm. we can support each other mm-hmm. so we don't want the any, any other aliens to but Jerry that's an, but that's an ideal world you know yeah if we all see how that we can come come together and come you know meet halfway uh, let's find out whether or not there's any similarities you mm-hmm. know so that we can find some relatability some shred of relatability that's an ideal world it's group dynamics. So when the other person comes in, unless we put in, the group puts in effort mm-hmm. to try and find a similarity with the other person, mm-hmm. this person will always stay on the peripheral. Mm-hmm. So we see that in um, the the uh, 
the the, the self initiated expatriates also right. where they come and then they come into a, a an office yeah and you have mostly you know maybe Singaporeans or yeah. mostly Asians and yeah. then you have somebody else coming in yeah. it's like oh invasion mm-hmm. so until this group makes the effort right. to find some similarities right. to be curious to to uh, learn about that person this person will not no matter how nice the person is will still be an outsider and will feel like an outsider they can be very cordial to each other mm-hmm. but you still can see that there is some difference there okay mm. okay now that we're on that topic <laughs> now that we're on that topic you're, you're basically saying that um, okay in this example you gave yeah. so this is how xenophobia comes about in a way uh, and and that uh, suddenly it just pops into mind. I think I was reading one of your posts, and one of your posts was <laughs> here we go <laughs> about you know um, um, people trying to erase your tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and and, <laughs> and still having that that uh, mindset that sleeves, man. You know right. why I usually wear long <laughs> sleeves, but for you today, I I didn't wear long sleeves. You know, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll match you. you All know? right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have tattoos, but... Uh, you should, man. Come on, let's go get one. <laughs> no, well, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more. But, you know, that, that whole fear. So, mm. sometimes people fear different, mm. you know. And, and your tattoos are like, oh, my God, it's different. And therefore, you know, they, they, they start to, like, put you on the sideline. Like, okay, you're different. You're, you're you know, we cannot come too close to you. I can talk to you cordially, but you're not coming into my space. Thank you very much. So, yeah. So, so fear, right? And fear breeds distrust. Mm-hmm. So, in a relationship, you need trust. Mm-hmm. But if you are fearful of the person, how can you trust the person? It doesn't right? matter what you say, Jerry. At the end of the day, they're still stereotyping. <laughs> Come on, come on. I mean, look, they don't have... The point is, don't judge so too easily, right? It just can't be about... Oh, you know, so if that's the case, Chris, don't let people fear you. Let me tell you why I'm so fed up, okay? <laughs> go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go for it, man. I think hey, this is free therapy, not bad, huh? Um, um, let me tell you why I'm so... so I'm going to say pissed about all this. Um, everything that I am... Mm. Is stereotyped. Everything. Everything. Okay? I'm telling you. Okay, go for it. I'm 53 years old, nothing to hide. I'm not a spring chicken, yeah? So it's not as if... But Chris, you've only lived like 20 plus years if you like. We can't really come to judgments like that, you know? I can, because I'm not a spring chicken, Mm. yeah? Uh, So it's safe for me to say this. On, On a few counts. One, I'm Eurasian. Okay. And, it's, and I'm proud to be one, huh? Y'all don't judge me now, okay? <laughs> I'm proud to be one, and I still am, yeah? And and as I mentioned earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Remember before we... I don't know whether we were rolling then or not, but um, I mentioned to you about um, about my other guest I had. Yes. And uh, we were talking about about uh, our, our shared ethnicity, yeah? Yeah. And uh, the stereotypes from there alone is pretty remarkable. Okay. You can work your ass off, mm. but people could still think that you are, ah, yeah, yeah, 
you Asians, you know, they really can't amount to much when they do business and stuff. Mm. Or, mm. or, 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 oh, no, these guys are better at, what, no, band boy la, can sing la, can, you know, they, they are good for these kind of things. They know mm. the party la, you know, they, yeah, mm. yeah, these know mm. the party. That's one stereotype. Mm. The other one is, look at my size. I tell you a joke, yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I, I, I was down the gym and I came down and I was in the downstairs to where the ATM was located and I was in the queue. Okay. And there was this poor lady. I tell you, I wasn't angry with her. Don't get me wrong. I was uh-huh. not upset. As a matter of fact, I was laughing my head off. I was standing behind her in the queue uh-huh. and this uh, little old lady was in front and she was using the machine. So I was just standing in lines waiting for it to be done. There's no one else besides us, besides me. Yeah. And when she got her money out, she turned around, she was putting her money back into her purse, and she looked up, she saw me, and she went, ah! And I went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> and I went, auntie, what? Auntie, why? <laughs> what did I do? I really thought, what did I do? No la, you're very big uh. I said, I'm not gonna rob you, don't worry. <laughs> You're very big, are you very big? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh dear. I said, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I told her, I'm, I'm so sorry about laughing. She was laughing too after that. But it's just, that, that was a nice thing, actually. It wasn't so bad, sure. you know. But sure. people always have this thing when they see a big guy. Mm. It's either you're fat and stupid, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. fat, stupid, lazy, or you are, you are a bully. Mm. And and when the little pip squeaks, you know, <laughs> it always annoy you. Right? So that's bullying as far as I'm concerned. And they continually egg you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you retaliate, you're the one in trouble. Because you're you know why? Because you're the bigger one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. And then and then and then uh oh let's go there. Smoking. I'm a smoker. Okay. I'm not encouraging it. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> I'm just saying this who I am. I'm a smoker. Okay? Mm. And my goodness, I know la yellow box la this that la. But you know I can't stand people seem to think it is within their values to walk in front of you, stop, glare. Even when they have the mask on, they say, My God, you really don't want to breathe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 they do that in full view of you. Mm. Or the glare they give you, I mean, it looks could kill. You know? I say, I mean, dude, I'm not doing it illegally. Yeah. I'm way far, I'm far from you. <laughs> yeah? And you go and you walk past and you do this and I say, do you have leprosy? Is your nose going to drop off? <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, it, it makes people entitled to insult you. Disrespect ah. you, mm. you know, and that's the third stereotype. Mm. The next stereotype. Oh, there's quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, there'll be those who admire me and people like me. I sing, and I must say, I sing pretty well. Mm. And um, and but then again, I get this. Uh, yeah, these people sing only what. Oh wow! And then, oh, I'm it, and then, and then when you when you go out there and you're actually doing shows on stage mm. or you're hosting or answering, mm. and and I tell you this happens. It's prevalent, yeah, in the entertainment world. Pay you peanuts because that's all you do. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I don't stand for that. Yeah, yeah. And I say, you can't pay me, can't afford me, I won't do it. Because mm. I know I, I'm good at what I do. That's all. Then you, and then you hear entertainers get, getting stereotyped, saying this back to you. you tell, real talk. Mm. If I don't take it, Chris, they will never call me back. And then I get no jobs at all. Hmm. I'm feeling really sad Oh okay. my gosh Yeah And then after that Oh worse It gets worse We need pan-Asians uh. Okay You got talent But you're not pan-Asian <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. <gasps> Hang on Got some more Ink It is disgusting For anyone to do this to anyone without your permission to take your picture <laughs> and do erase off the ink of your picture. <laughs> it is disgusting to take someone's picture and blow up my face to kingdom come so that my arm cannot be seen <laughs> in, an, in, a, in, 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 in a periodical article. But these people came to me to ask me the platform speak yeah. To, to feature me because I've got value. Because there are things that I can give value to people and to their respective audiences. Mm. But you do this to me. So, and that's not just about me. People with ink <laughs> get ostracized ever so often. I'm going to say this. I love these guys. Warpigs, the Harley Boys. I tell you, they're brilliant people. They do charity work. Most of them are inked and they're on big hollies, but they are some of the <laughs> kindest people on the planet. I know, yeah? right? Yeah. There are many of them. Yeah, that, that so that's why like you see, I, I have to stop you there, Jerry, just yeah. now, because yeah. no, no matter what you tell me, man, mm. people can be intimidated and all that. I say, you know what? Very simple. Don't judge. But people will judge, and I'll I, well, tell. I know that. <laughs> and I'll tell my story. You, you you tell your story about the ink, right? Yep, yep. So I knew you you had this pose. So that's why today I didn't wear my sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I I was like, you know. I, I do want to share this because uh, growing up, so my skin color is is a bit olive, and it's a little bit tan. And okay. growing up, um, the girls that were most popular mm-hmm. were the fair porcelain skin. Panadols. <laughs> Not my panadol, <laughs> you know, porcelain skin. So, and and so that's why you know I I, I wanted I hate the sun. <laughs> I don't go out into the sun. Okay. That's why I, I don't put ink because I want that porcelain look. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So so you have your prejudice. I also I felt very uh, um, ostracized in a way because yeah. So you have the big size. No, let me show. So I I talked about the mm. porcelain skin. The size. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> And that becomes a problem everywhere. You know, I, I wanted to be like a SQ girl, a, a you know, Singapore girl. Yeah. I cannot lie. There was no way I would pass any test because <laughs> of my height. <laughs> so people look at this, you know, short girl. Mm-hmm. And, and um, when I started my career, mm. 
you know, who knew about psychologists? Mm. You know, even you know, my parents didn't know what psychology was mm-hmm. like 20 over years ago. Mm-hmm. And I insisted I wanted to do psychology, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wanted to do it since I was in secondary school. Mm. So I already knew what I wanted to do, but nobody else knew what it was at that time. Right. So people only started to know about Freud and all the psychoanalytics, uh, psychoanalysts, mm. and they were all old men with beard. <laughs> so when I first went out, <laughs> when people came in looking for a psychologist, they, they stared at me and went, you can be, you psychologist, you can be psychologist. I was like, how does a psychologist look, look like? like? <laughs> <laughs> do, I, do I have to have white hair and, 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 and be a man so that I can be a psychologist? Mm, so mm. there's this prejudice, like you say, right? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was frustrating because then I, I learned, um, you know, early, early on, please don't wear short skirts. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. clothes that you bend can see yeah. everything. Cover yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, so we we wear muted colors. Mm. We you know dress decently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, the guys and we do couple counseling. Go like the guys are staring at your legs instead of. <laughs> 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 like, Excuse me, you know, what's wrong with you? Concentrate on our conversation. If not, I'm going to refer you to another person. <laughs> 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 you know, so you know, it's, it it is you know frustrating mm. when people judge. But I'm going to say this, and mm. I often say this. Mm. Sadness is a choice. So you and I can continue to be frustrated and upset about people judging, but we know people are going to judge. So sadness becomes a choice. Happiness actually requires a lot of effort and people don't realize that. So with all that contentment, fulfillment, you know, purpose, let's come back to happiness because people are more comfortable with the word happiness. So I'm going to put it out there that happiness is effort and sadness is a choice. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Sadness is a choice. Happiness is effort. Mm. Mm. But how, you, how does that sit with you? I just—I mean, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense. It does. It does. It does. Sadness is a choice. You choose whether you want to be sad, but it's, but you cannot choose to be happy because there's no such thing. <laughs> 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 so you know this is where I'm going to Chris you're screwed because <laughs> Dr. Jerry says there's no such thing called happiness but sadness is a choice though so what's the definition of sadness sadness is things that break you down things well that was fast you came out <laughs> like that <laughs> happiness is so hard so hard to define happiness but sadness is wow no hesitation man Whoa, wow because I see it all the time Chris I see it in my center. You don't see happiness in your center? I Okay, okay, I know, I know. I know what you're gonna say, Chris, if they're happy, what the hell do they come to see me? I see hope. Okay, wait. Do happy people come to see you? They they Wow. Wow. Mm. Uh, now I've now I've you. Not really, but okay. it, it it is interesting. I wish that more 
more contented people mm. come and do check-ins with me. More contented people. Here we yeah, go. She's not yeah. using the word happy. <laughs> she is not using the word happy. More contented people come and see. And why would... You say you wish that, yes, right? Yes. Why would contented people come see you? So, I'm going to put it this way. If you're contented with your bodies, mm -hmm. would you stop going to the gym? No. <laughs> yeah. Because you, because it's a choice. You be sad. <laughs> yeah. See, look at me. Look at my body now. I'm sad. A couple of months ago, no, a year ago, I was happy. But now I'm sad. I'm sad because I made a choice. I stopped going to the gym for a year. I'm back in the gym though. Okay. Am I happy now? No. Why? Look at my body. I'm so sad. You're working in <laughs> happiness needs a lot of effort. Yeah, but, but I've not become contented yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, well, okay. That really makes sense now. <laughs> um, but again, content, contented people. People are content with their lives. Mm. Yeah, and you're saying to me, it's like going to the gym. You've got you've, you've got got looking great and all that. It doesn't mean you stop going. Yep. Uh, because you've got to keep going in order for you to continue being contented. Uh, so, along the same vein, mm. you're saying that people, if when they're already contented, should come to see someone like you to mm. continue being Working contented. Working on it. So, if we liken, you know, mental health mm. to physical health. Mm. Physical health, we worked so hard for yeah, it, yeah, right? We yeah. work out, we eat yeah, well. Mm. Same thing with mental health. We need to continue to work on it. It is work in progress, work in process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it. so when I talk about the, the contented people coming to do their check-ins, I, I just, interesting because I just had someone, a young young lad who comes in every six months to, to check in with me. Mm -hmm. And even today when I asked him, right, hey, you know, uh, would you like to, uh, you know, terminate sessions? Right. Or would you like to continue, you know, because you're doing really, really well. He thought about it and he went, no, I think, you know, let's, let's continue every six months. I, I, I think, and he parked it and he positioned when he wanted mm -hmm. it. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's. So let's it's like going back by MRI every year to make sure your nerves are it's, still okay. It's going for your dental <laughs> checkup every six months, you know, and making sure that there's yeah. no cavity. Yeah, or, but, Jerry, you know. but Jerry, this is different. I mean, this is where I'm going to ask, okay, this is where I'm going to prove I'm old fashioned again. Um,. <laughs> Mental health. Mm. I know that there's been a lot going on. Good things. Good things. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. things. And I, I'm glad for it. Um, you know that that that's more. There's more attention mm. towards the need for mental health, uh, and and trying to eradicate this supposed taboo mm. uh, people have. Mm stereotyping it uh, you know uh, and you see this is where I, I struggle with that um, okay I will speak as I will just say put it speak plainly feeling. I will put it oh boy uh, put it plain I'm being psychoanalyzed I really am um, I'll put it plainly what would a perception be of people uh, thinking that you know I don't know whether or not I need any help you know from my for me mentally yeah I don't know whether I need any help mm. uh, I don't know whether I need any help for me emotionally as well for example okay mm -hmm. and what comes to mind 
Well, yeah, stigma is one. Yeah. It will never go away. It will always mm. be there because, you know, if, if, if it's been 100 years of stigma, it's going to take 200 years for that stigma to go away. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I think it was quite fair for me to say that. Um, on top of that, it would also be, how am I going to afford this? Mm. Because people don't know what the fee would be like. They don't, people don't. People can more or less gauge a neighborhood GP. Yeah. Because they're used to that, yep. right? Yeah, uh, they can gauge what a specialist in certain fields would charge, but they cannot, because they they don't do this often, mm. and people don't talk about it. They mm. don't know how much they have to set aside mm. for sessions with someone like you, for mm. example. Mm. I mean, hell, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, and then there's also this thing about, you know, it's like um, walking past someplace, and then you, I want to go in there by. I don't know what I should and I walk past again I want to go in there but I don't know what I should and I walk past again because you don't want people to see you walking into a, to, to a, a place that has you know that will treat that oh that means this guy got, he needs a head shrink he, he has an uh, issue yeah. you know and then and then you're worried about what people might think of you right mm. I mean stigma mm. sure mm. you know but even to that extent right um, me for example if mm. I were to come to your your clinic I would feel okay because I would come in to say, hi, how are you? You know? <laughs> but I can't imagine me going in and say, hey, I need help. I can't. I can't imagine doing that. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? There's going to be this breaks that you just step on. I think I'm not, I mean, I think people are like that. I'm like that. Mm. And I don't know whether I need help or not anyway. I'm not saying I'm, I'm I've, you see? You see, I'm not saying I have issues. <laughs> so It is really, I think everyone's like this. So that's one thing that I want to advocate, right? That people don't need to have issues to come forward to chat with us. And that's where I want to bring the nation or I want to bring the world. It's a very big, you know, sort of a, a dream that I have. Okay. Um, but it's, Again, I, I I love to dream big, mm -hmm. yeah. But you know, and I want to bring the mental health, the, the idea of mental health, to more people. That's why since the beginning of my career, um, I'm actually very afraid. So nowadays, the lights are not so bright, but in the past, <laughs> the lights are super bright. And um, I many people don't realize that, but I actually have a fear of speaking. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come I on. Have a fear of speaking on stage, speaking with people. In therapy session is fine. I, I'm in my space and I'm in a safe zone. Mm -hmm. But when I'm on stage, when they're doing presentation, when I'm even like things like this, mm -hmm. you know, uh, my hands are sweaty. I'm not afraid to say. Mm -hmm. You know, there there is a lot of fear, but it's because of the love for the the, the passion the, for it. the feel and the work, right? Mm. That I say more people needs to come forward. Therefore, you know, I step forward mm -hmm. and do so many uh, different sort of things mm -hmm. and so much of that media work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, bringing it to everyone to let them know that the psychologist not scary. We're actually very nice people. <laughs> <laughs> the the the, the psych field of psychology is not as alien as we think it is. Okay. And people don't need to fear it so they can come forward. Right. Now, having them come forward to to 
for not just issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm, there are other colleagues out there that call it differently. Coaching, you know, um, mm. wellness, and yeah, so they try to call it differently. But coaches and 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 uh, so wellness coach and career coach, their training is slightly different, also. Sure, yeah. sure. But um, sometimes, in order to bridge that, you know, the fear, mm-hmm. they call it differently. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some colleagues do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's call it space. Space psychology is psychology, mm. and really, it's not scary at all. Yeah, you're right. They're calling it wellness these days, including the aesthetic specialists and all that wellness clinic. Oh, goodness sake. Mm, mm, uh, we, mm. But yeah, tell you what, I tell you what, we do we do a we do a one for one barter. <laughs> okay. I don't believe we're gonna say this in ca- on camera, but uh, okay, let's give it a shot, man. I don't mind, let's go and figure this out. I can't see you. Oh sorry. Ethics I cannot see you. Huh? Yeah. Why yeah? Because we don't see our friends, we don't see our relatives. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Open the window again, man. Throw that one out too. <laughs> yes. See la. So, 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 so usually what we do is mm-hmm. when when relatives or friends come, um, they they see my team. They right. Don't see me. <laughs> okay. But what happens if the person's not comfortable with anyone else? They, it's not about just comfort with one person right. they, they do need to be comfortable with the therapist right. but the of therapist course. is also human so there's a lot of emotional investment and a yes, lot yes. of just like a doctor can't treat his own family members no. right yeah. Yeah. yeah I understand that but yeah. I just but as far as this is concerned I mean I wouldn't <laughs> want to speak to someone I don't know you you know though some people would prefer that some people are crazy you know some people in the sales field for mm. example mm. I don't want to sell people I know so why I don't want I'd rather speak to people I don't know <laughs> I'm sorry but I just cannot understand that concept I, I'm unable to understand that concept you know mm-hmm. that uh, there's no strings attached but you have okay even if you sell someone something and mm-hmm. that person is mm-hmm. cold yeah mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to have the you know the opportunity to build the opportunity to build a friendship or a nice relationship with that person yep. but many of these people go no, I don't want. It's just selling. That's it. Mm. You know, mm. and 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 I can never understand that. So I'm that kind of guy. Yep, yep. You know, I rather see someone mm. I know mm. than see someone I don't. Mm. Okay. Mm. So this is this is another issue. It's another block. But anyway, that's not the point. I do a one for one barter with you. <laughs> okay. So that and moving forward, you no longer have fear on stage. <laughs> fear behind the camera. <laughs> Because I'm also a coach, you see. <laughs> yes, we know that. So and we can do one for one butter. One. <laughs> How you know you haven't come to my classes? Oh, <laughs> your your reputation. Oh, really? Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, I'm always open. Doors also always open. Don't worry. Don't walk past. Go by and walk past and don't come in. You know, must come in. <laughs> don't do a me. <laughs> but anyway, that's great. I mean, I, I, I maybe. Maybe I should just give it a shot and see one of your what's one of your one of your guys in your team, you know, and have a chat. Uh, why not? I think I need help. Don't you think so? I look like a bit loco, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. Um, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Don't take me seriously. Okay, so um, right now, okay, coming back to the hmm, happiness. Uh, happiness is effort. Oh gosh. <laughs> Do you think, in general, I mean, we just take happiness as what it is Yay. generally, okay? Yay. Do you think Singaporeans are happy? Mm. 
they're not contented. <laughs> they're not contented with many things. They can be richer. The people can be nicer. The um, ERP can be cheaper or not have the ERP. <laughs> See, you can be past 100 grand and much more now. Yeah, they... Basically, if you hear what they're saying or you you listen to conversations, right, they're complaining all the time. Mm. So they're very, you know, they're very discontented bunch, I would okay. say. Okay, how about, how about if I change it this way? Mm. So it's interesting, you know, this word is just going to drive me nuts the whole night. <laughs> Contentment, discon- dis- discontentment is also the discontentment people have. Um, that we we may see it as entitlement, mm. the entitled society, mm. and and you know I I did have a chat with you briefly, and then I saw your last answer to me, and I kept quiet about it. Um, I was complaining to you about <laughs> the incidences that uh, Kai, you better get ready to roll that up on screen. The incidences that occurred and, and at the Geylang Serai Bazaar. Yeah. Right? Now, uh, uh, that's going to come on screen so you guys can take a look-see. Um, that incident, the man gets flack for saying Geylang Bazaar tables should be reserved for Muslims who are doing the iftar, breaking their fast. Mm, mm. And he got flagged, right? Mm. Mm. And there were a bunch of people who commented in that particular article on that post for that article from Mothership, mm. and uh, who really told him that you know if you want to become earlier, no, this is open to everybody. Okay, oh, you are tell you, I swear. <laughs> and to me, it's like, hey guys, first of all, it's Ramadan. Yeah. Okay, can we empathize? Yeah. That they are fasting for a month from 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 seven to seven. Yep. Right? No water and they're working and you know the Gelang Sarai Bazaar was created, organized for them. Yep. Exactly. We have to count ourselves fortunate that we are able to celebrate that with them. So just give way. Mm. Don't just and don't be so discontented and then turn it around in virtue signal mm, mm. and say that oh you come earlier la. why must you make it, why must they make it mandatory just for you Muslims mm. and I had to put my comment in I, I actually was being fair I said exactly what I just said just now yep. it's, this is built for them just give way mm. and this person came in and said Christians are open up to everybody uh, uh, we're not going to say oh it's mandatory this is only made for Christians I said dude there is, this is not an apple for apple comparison anymore mm. and he get, kept going on mm. and it, it was you know honestly I'm not Muslim I'm Catholic you're Catholic and you know to me I felt for them and this guy this poor guy who wrote in wrote and he actually ended the article by saying that, sorry, if I, I, my English not so good. I've only got secondary education. And people mocked him for that. Oh, no. People mocked him for that, mocked him. And, you know, when I read this, it, it, how can we be happy? Because you know why? Because I'm unhappy. Mm. I see this happening in community. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then there's some more incidences. That poor girl, a Muslim girl, yep. 20 yep. years old, on board an MRT train. Mm. Come on, la, it's time to, for, to break fast. It is obligatory for them to at least bite something. 
you know, have a drink of water, have, have something to just chew and swallow yeah, yeah, before they yeah, can have a yeah. proper meal, right? Yes. And and she she tried to observe and persevere her own face. So she took a bite mm. off a I think a a a, 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 bar. a bar. Yeah. And then she put it back in a bag and then she got admonished by this other lady. Mm. And they and of course she used the letter of the law against her. You're not supposed to eat and drink on the train. You are being very, uh, what's the word for it? Please be considerate. Uh. You know, I mean, I mean, and then she, when she got off the, the train station, mm. um, she went to the station master. Mm. And that, yeah, he gave me more faith in humanity after that because she asked him, I mean, I can't do that. And he said, um, it's okay. And he smiled. She, mm. she wrote that down. He smiled. Just don't, don't leave the rapper anywhere yeah, sure. you know it's about empathy at least when he said that I felt oh my god you know but mm-hmm. I, but mm-hmm. it was disappointing the sheer ignorance this is not entitlement anymore this is virtue signaling mm-hmm. right and then the other guy the other dude with a stroller with a baby inside mm-hmm. can't get into the lift because all the able-bodied people are going in mm-hmm. it's the same thing as, as it happens has things happened with me when my mom's in the wheelchair mm. so when we go for mass right in church same mm. thing mm. people able-bodied rush for the lift yeah. and the people in the wheelchairs have to wait <laughs> and, 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 they, and, they, and they stand there and they look at you and, or sometimes they look past you as if you're invisible <laughs> and then the lift doors closed oh. you know and I go why I'm not entitled but you know what these people would say just because of this you think you're entitled that's warped Mm. How can we say then mm. that we are content? They're very. I'll use the word empty. empty. So many people so empty. You should read, Jerry. Read the comments. Read the umpteen oh, comments that of different I people don't who just like to research comments. But you it have a pulse of how things are like. That's true. Yeah, that is true. But it, it it pains us when we read such comments because there's this lack of tolerance. Yes, that is the word. Everybody mm. don't understand the word tolerance. Mm. Two words, tolerance and compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're tolerant, you will hold back a little bit and look at the situation before jumping in mm-hmm. and commenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when people don't do that, they shoot their mouths off. Mm-hmm. And normally when they shoot their mouths off, they are not compassionate because they have no empathy. They cannot... We call it theory of mind mm-hmm. to look from the other person's point of view. Simple la, Jerry is called heartless la. <laughs> I wanted to use like such a. You don't know. need la. Go around. Don't come and go. Don't tell me a hey, heartless la. What's the meaning of heartless? Like happiness? Don't la. Please, heartless is heartless. Don't have. Don't have empty. You're right. Empty. Empty. Heartless. Empty. Devoid of feeling. Mm. Devoid of the ability to be sensitive. Mm. You know, I'm telling you, this episode, I'm going to get flamed. 
I'm gonna get flamed. You're this, not. Yeah, we'll be get. I'll be flamed. There will be people saying, "Oh, Chris, you're talking out of your." You know, I'm. See, I'm. Usually, I don't care. I won't hold my words back. <laughs> I look at you. I cannot say a potty word. Yeah. What? No expletives, Chris. No expletives, please. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know, um, and frankly, I really don't care. They can say whatever the hell they want to say. Mm. But, mm. but I, this, this what's what makes me unhappy. Frankly, mm. you know. And mm. if you talk about this to me, right? Mm. I think it's societal. I think it's, it's, it's become endemic in society. Why? Because even on the roads, you drive and you know when you put on a light indicator, you want to filter left, you want to filter right. That guy on either side, it doesn't matter who, you don't know these complete, two complete strangers who are absolute assholes and they're just going to speed up and they're not going to let you go. Mm. And it happens every day, every, mm. well, eight out of ten mm. in the times in a day, mm. right? So what does it tell you? Are we happy? No, no, no. Are we content? Or is everyone just empty? Very unfulfilled people. And they need to fill their bank with a <laughs> lot of behaviors like that. Because if not, they, they, their life has no color What? Yeah. You know, so if you're, you're, you're fulfilled, your life is full of color. Your, your life is not just black and white. Mm. You know, but when you're empty, then your life is either black or so white. So what kind of advice would you give people like this? I call them assholes. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give people like that? You know, who cannot find fulfillment, who just think about themselves. To me, I call they're self-entitled, mm-hmm. they're heartless, they're, compassion- they're discompassionate, and they ought to be slapped like Right in the center all the time, so that some, somebody has to do that and wake them up, you know. So okay, that's me. That's just me talking. I'm not speaking on behalf of Jerry. She is a pro here, so I'm going to ask a professional. No. What would you say to these sort of people? How can they wake up? I would wear the psychologist hat. These people have no insight. You get angry with them, you're going to make yourself upset. What's the point? Oh, come on, don't tell me for one second it doesn't upset you if you're on the road, for it example. Does. Yeah. It does. It does. But yeah. remember, sadness is a choice. Oh gosh, are we doing that? See, really? Are we really doing this? Are we really doing this? Oh boy. Okay, people, I know some of you would agree with me for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah about the driving bit, especially the driving bit. Sadness. Being angry is a choice. Don't get angry, okay? I'm not saying but don't feel sadness. Oh, of course um, you feel. Uh-huh. Of course you but, have but, your emotions. Yeah, but, 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 but by doing this, it's called repressing it, isn't it? But by, by getting as angry as them, by, you know, um, doing what they are doing, Aren't you just stooping to that? No, 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 no. I, I won't do like what they're doing. I won't. And I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I, I don't like people give, you know, they indicate me if you want to go. And I give them away. I don't do that. They'll, be, they'll make me a hypocrite. Sure. I get angry. Yes. Yeah. I get really angry. I do. Do I get out there and hit someone? Of course not. I would be in prison right now. You wouldn't even be here. I wouldn't be here. There would be no studio. Yeah, there would be no show. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm angry. Sure. And I know that if I hold it back and I don't curse and swear and I don't get angry about it don't talk about it I don't get pissed about it I'm just repressing Yes, so and that's going to hurt me I'm going to get high blood pressure I'm going to get a stroke and die yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, so that's also another yeah. thing isn't it so what does what, okay don't talk about that that's not important these people who have no fulfillment right no empathy 
We can't do anything about them until they have insight. But we can treat them with your, the respect that you've shown throughout the session with me. Oh, session. <laughs> You're having a session with session. me. See, in the end, I turned out to really be a psychoanalyzed the whole time. Oh my goodness. Ah, clever. This one free, a charge one. Okay, so. <laughs> but really, they need our love. They need our respect. But of course, we can get angry with them. We feel <laughs> the anger, you know. But <sighs> I'm not asking you to be a saint. I'm no saint myself. I get angry. I, I also can scold people. <laughs> I just want to have the fleas of a thousand camels infest the hairs in the armpits. You know, the size of it, you know. I mean, I, I mean, you itch and scratch and itch and scratch and itch and scratch, you know, and keep scratching your underarms forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, honestly, man. I mean, I, 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 I marvel at you, you know, for saying that. It's, it's like it's like a priest saying, you know, you know, <laughs> slap you one side, give him the no, other no, side, no. you know, and then give him the other side again, and then give him the other side, you know. But it takes a lot of effort. I and I do agree that we we are very, you know, we can get angry, and I do get very very angry, mm-hmm. right? It's but there's no point getting angry with them. Mm-hmm. And then you are left with that bitter taste in your mouth. Worth it or not, I, I don't think it is worth it. You know, I'm, I can go and complain to my friend, you know what happened, and I can download. And then I go like, okay, la, you know, you're not in my life. What do you want to do with your life? You do with you. What do you actually, want to do I, with I, your actually, life? Actually, actually, honestly speaking, yeah. You, okay, if we don't want to therapize them, <laughs> and if I want to therapize me about this, I tell you how I do it. Okay. Okay. Classic. Besides going thinking, you know, having a little fantasy in your head, and this guy makes you really mad because that guy's completely off, right? And I go besides the fleas from a thousand camels on the armpits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, may you may you have flatulence. <laughs> that lasts for two hours and you're just letting go gas all every minute every second every minute for two hours okay until you realize that you have no more anus you have permission to rent <laughs> correct okay. yeah and then I draw these little you know funny. images and funny scenarios in my head and I hmm then I start laughing yep yeah. So it doesn't yeah. affect your life. This person doesn't come into your life, and he's you're not responsible for. His sure, sure, sure. Behavior. But but when I was draw, oh, oh, the reason why I raised all this is to come to a point. Yeah. That in my mind, there's so many people behaving like this. Yeah. And I'm gonna bloody sin, and I don't care anymore about this word contentment. <laughs> there's so many people. <laughs> I, I'm not even gonna say unfulfilled. Damn it! They're just bloody not happy. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. So you if know? you're not happy, come and oh, go to a psychologist, go to a counselor, <laughs> so that you can seek some happy. For a moment, <laughs> for a moment there, I thought you're gonna say, if if you're not happy and you know it, don't clap your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, if you're not happy and you know it, don't clap your hands. Yeah. But yeah, no, on that on and on that note, I've yes. done you a favor though. Uh, everyone, take a look at uh, Jerry's camera because this is gonna pop up right now. There Aww. you go. I know I may have broken some copcom <laughs> rules because I didn't ask you about it, but no but then again, what Aww. the heck, right? I mean, it looks pretty nice there, isn't it? The uh, <laughs> the clinic is called the therapy room. 
okay? Uh, the contacts all there. It's very simple, okay? You guys really want to do this, you just pause at this time. Oh. Press button, pause. Yeah, I'm not pausing now. I'm just looking as if I'm paused, okay? <laughs> okay. So just press pause, and then the numbers are there, the emails there, the address is there. There is no way you cannot contact Dr. Geraldine Tan and at the therapy team, room. And my team. And her team. <laughs> well, she's so worried because she's so overwhelmed now. You know? <laughs> It's like it's like the bits are full. <laughs> All my couches are taken up. Oh yeah, couch. we don't have bits. We couches. have couches. Come to another couch. And uh, not really. But why couch? Ah? <laughs> I've always watched, before we end the show. I just want to know this. Why couch? Ah? why? Ah? who came up with the idea? Freud. Was it Freud? It's supposed to be comfortable. You're supposed to lounge there and tell your story. You see. But why a couch? It could be. It could be a chair. Chair uncomfortable lah. It could be a table having coffee like you and me. Ah, so table. Oh, that's a story for another time. But oh very God, quick one. Really, a story for that. Ah. <laughs> so when we have a couch, you and I have no um, obstacle in between. The table poses as an obstacle. Wow. So yeah. So it's a different story for a different time. It, it, that that is it's, it's like me teaching you the psychology of the sale. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's true. I teach mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Never do business. When you sit down with a guy on a square table, oh, round table, mm. it's non-intimidating, mm. and there's a semblance of not really having a See, barrier. In mine, not very different. Quite true. Mm. And then you know, sit the guy on your left, and you sit on his right, because when you speak to his right ear, you are speaking more to his conjuring side <laughs> than his logic. <laughs> NLP. Yeah, well, not bad. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, okay, so the couch is is for that. Mm. One day I need to lie down on that couch. <laughs> and what happens if your patient falls asleep? Then maybe they do really need that sleep. And then you leave them be. I leave them be. Wow. Mm. I really need that couch. <laughs> you no, know, you don't come into therapy to sleep, okay? Why do you just put an awesome chair there, man? No, no. <laughs> I tell you, you get more out of the guy. No. <laughs> anyway, Jerry, thank you so very no, much for spending for this hour me. plus with us. Uh, and it's really been nice, really, really. It's so funny. And I that succeeded, my huh? It's so painful. <laughs> I've succeeded, huh? I've only said, yeah. and it wasn't even an expletive. No. Huh? By the way, asshole is not an expletive. Yeah, it's not what. It's not. I don't think it is. It's but, not. You know. Yeah, it's not. You had a little baby a long time ago in that movie, the talking baby. Look who's talking, <laughs> and he went, "Hey, ho!" See, not a bad word. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's not a bad word. Yeah, for those of you old enough to remember that movie, for those of you too young, forget it. Um, yeah. So no, see, no potty mouth today. Completely yeah. clean. Amazing. Absolutely. I'm about to spoil it. I'm going to fuck out right now. Okay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for spending time with us. I hope you enjoyed yourself. It's been a lot of rambling today. Uh, and uh, it, 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 this only happens when Dr. Geraldine Tan is with me. Otherwise, I will not ramble. Actually, I do bullshit. I'll see you guys again next time. Till then, stay safe, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.